Welcome to Overflow, the podcast exploring what is and is not inherently visible about those who build with Webflow. I'm Matthew Munger from the Webflow community team, and in each episode, we highlight the unique perspectives, passions, and experiences that fuel the creative mind of our guest. From Baton Rouge in the United States, we're joined by Webflow developer Timothy Ricks. Timothy is known as the Webflow wizard within the community, teaching on YouTube how to extend Webflow with custom code and also providing custom tools for no-coders to speed up their workflows. In this episode, we'll hear how he both works and creates videos for YouTube from his home office. And what does it mean to be a Webflow developer or a Webflow designer, plus the benefits of being both? Featuring Timothy Ricks, this is Overflow. Hey, Timothy, it's a pleasure to talk with you today. Hi, Matthew. Thanks for having me. Let's get started. Tell us a bit about yourself and kind of who you are for folks who may not know you. Yeah, so I'm a Webflow developer. I work at an agency called 368, and I also run a YouTube channel where I teach advanced Webflow techniques. Where is it that you live and kind of set the scene around you? Where do you live and what's it like there? So I live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's uh, pretty hot all the time. Um, We were excited to have a cold Christmas for the first time this year in a very long time. There's not a huge creative community here uh, per se. I love being able to just connect with people all around the globe. And it's really inspiring to see everyone come together. You said there's not a large creative community in Baton Rouge, but what do you like about living there? What I like about living there, the seafood... The, the one thing I would miss if I ever moved away is like crawfish, which a lot of people find gross, but like when you grow up with it and like every year had to have it, the food here is really what's, I think, probably the best. When do you, when do you eat crawfish? Is it a certain time of the year or occasion? Or? Yeah, it's more towards like summer. Like there's a season, you can get it year round, but it's more expensive and not as good when it's out of season. So they're usually bigger and, and better. When they're in season. <laughs> when you like to go out of the house, is there like a favorite place you like to visit? Yeah. I mean, we like to go eat a lot. Chick-fil-A, I'd probably go there four times a week or if not more. Um, <laughs> whatever the highest stat app you can have, <laughs> that's what I have. Nice. So yeah, we, we eat there a lot, like going to see movies and um, yeah, just going on different outings. How about your workspace? What does it look like to sit in your in your seat? Yeah, um, I work from home. I have a little office space right outside my living room. Uh, you might actually hear my, my kids out there talking or stuff right now. I have a little standing desk set up and monitor my... Uh, it's really not a lot in here. I want to revamp it eventually, um, get some a better setup, but it's uh, it does the job and... Yeah. (laughs) I love being close to my family, being able to come out for lunch and just eat. Yeah. I love being able to just work from here. So, Do you have some kind of system or to signal to your family when you're like recording videos and stuff? I mostly record at night when like the girls are asleep and stuff. So try and do that. Um, That Makes sense. Yeah. Because it's impossible (laughs) any other time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Do you have a window, like do you view outside or anything? Yeah, one little window. My mom was actually 
always telling me I need more windows because she loves lots of windows. And she saw the one little window I have in my office and she's like, this is depressing. <laughs> but I'm like, actually, <laughs> this was back when I actually showed my face when camera more during videos. Um, I was like, I actually don't want a lot of outside light because I want to use my own lighting and stuff. So this works better. That's another benefit to recording it at night is you don't have to black out all the windows. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it works. Do you listen to music or anything while you work? Rarely. Usually, like, if I do listen to a song, I'll put the same song on repeat, like, over and over, and it drives my wife crazy. But any other way, I'll be thinking more about the song than I will be thinking about my work. But if it's the same thing and it's just on repeat, I kind of tune it out, and it's just there Mm -hmm. giving me energy, like it's fast-paced or whatever. So, is it a song with vocals, or does it need to be instrumental? I know, like, I sometimes, what I'm in those focus modes, I need songs with no lyrics, you know, and yeah, like you said, just kind of some, like, rhythm right to drive me but if it's a song that i've that i know really well then the lyrics will kind of fade how's that for you yeah it's mostly just lyrics i don't really have a lot of um instrumental music per se so it like you said if it's a song you know well i guess you just tune it out over time and it's it's fine yeah it becomes background background noise yeah exactly when you're not working uh with 368 or making your youtube videos what do you like to do for for fun I watch a lot of TV where we're going through a show called Modern Family right now, my wife and I. So it's pretty funny. It reminds me a lot of The Office. Um, it's just, I love a good like sitcom belly laugh type of thing. So um, we, we usually, as soon as we're done with a, a um, series, we'll start a new one and that's our nightly routine. I'm very similar in that way too. Yeah. We have our different sitcoms that we'll rotate through and watch all the seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh you described yourself as a Webflow developer, is that right? Right. Can you go a little bit deeper into what what is being a Webflow developer mean to you and how would you kind of describe that to someone who didn't know what it meant? Yeah, I think a Webflow developer can mean a lot of things. So on, on the base level, it's someone who builds websites and Webflow. And I like to refer to it as a Webflow developer, not a Webflow designer, because a lot of times these people who are in this role don't even have design experience. They're strictly building sites and it is development. It's just visual development. And then there's another level to that, I would say, which is someone who builds in Webflow, but it's also comfortable with code, whether that be custom CSS, JavaScript, different libraries. And that's kind of where where I fall. I love building in Webflow because of the speed, how, how quickly I'm able to get things out. And being able to see things visually, I work with a lot of developers who don't use Webflow. And when they come mm. with different problems, they're amazed always at how quickly we're able to get something built up. And it's because we're seeing everything visually while we're building it. It's just like a, a, a faster way to work. I use Webflow to its advantage and then add custom code on top of that to extend it more. So that's kind of where I function. Yeah, you mentioned that and you mentioned the distinction between designers and this Webflow developer role. Do you see like in your agency work, this kind of expansion or this kind of split where, okay, I'm a Webflow designer and I'm a Webflow developer. And those who are more just focused on the kind of visuals and the final output and then yourself like on the implementation side, do you see any of that? Almost all of the designers at our agency also build in Webflow. What I found is it's not right for every type of designer because some are just think so visually and classes and structure and things like that aren't 
aren't a strength for everyone. And that's okay. You have your own strengths, whether that be illustration or all these different things. So I would say at our agency specifically, everyone who built in Webflow is also a designer. That's just the way it fell. But a lot of people within my circle that I know function solely as developers and they don't design the website. They'll develop something in Webflow that a client designed or had another agency design, different things like that. Mm. Can you talk to me about the handoff process for the design to yourself as developer building it out? What does that look like? Just to clarify, I do design. I, I consider myself primarily a Webflow developer, but at, yeah. at my agency, I do the design and the development. And that's okay. been a big strong suit for us coming from, we were typically a WordPress development shop. And mm. there was so much time that it took to build out the style guide, design all the different breakpoints, hand off to a developer and go back and forth one button hover states or responsiveness things and like, the, the huge advantage that we like from doing both roles is being able to shortcut all of that. So a lot of times we won't even design a mobile breakpoint because we know how things are going to stack. Like we're the designer, we planned it a certain way. And when we go into Webflow, we can just make it happen and save all that time. So I think there's a, a, a huge value to being both, but not everyone can function in, in both roles. Mm. Um, that is definitely a strength for sure to be able to kind of be that bridge um, between the roles. <clears throat> How did you end up in this Webflow developer position? Were you more traditionally from the design side? And even before that, like, how did you get to this point? I wanted to go to college for design and my mom said I wouldn't make any money from being a designer. <laughs> so she said, you, you had to choose something else. So I chose public relations, mass communication, which is a lot of writing. And I just mm. squeezed myself into any elective design classes I could find. So I found this um, elective, uh, it was like a web design development class. So you would design the site in Photoshop and then coded in HTML and CSS, didn't touch any JavaScript. And our whole semester was just learning HTML and CSS. I picked that up and started freelancing while I was in college. And along the way, found Webflow in college and started building sites out for clients. And then when I graduated, I got hired on at an agency, mainly doing like social media graphics, flyers, just design work. And I was able to introduce Webflow to the agency and start functioning more and more uh, of that role over time. So that's, that was kind of my journey. Before going into college, like what were your dreams? Yeah, I wanted to be a professional musician. So I play electric guitar and my thought was I was going to tour with all these different, with a band or something. And I even uh, applied to a couple and got turned down because I was too young. Like, you know, typical kid stuff. <laughs> You're thinking, <laughs> shoot, wave. So yeah, that was my dream for a while. I always loved the creative Do you still thing. play guitar? Yeah, I do. I play guitar at my church. I enjoy it. What excites you and motivates you doing what you're doing? What, what kind of fuels your, your passion every day? It, what excites me the most is just learning. Like every day I'm brought with new challenges, whether that be from people in my community that they'll send me a link to a really cool site and say like, how would you build something like that? And just dissecting it all, figuring out how things are built and then finding better ways to do it. So I love also coming back to something I built a long time ago and thinking, all right, how can I clean this up? How can I make it better and, and more efficient? 
So it's just this um, never-ending journey. Like you can never feel like you arrived. There's always a new challenge. There's always something new to explore. And that's what excites me the most. The challenge, the challenge in front of you, it drives you to learn new things or to improve on a skill that you that you already have and really refine it. Right. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations uh, to go from here? Aspirations from here. I would love to one day just solely focus on my YouTube journey full time. That's been a big goal of mine from the beginning and it's gradually getting closer. But yeah, I would love to be able to just dedicate all of my time strictly to that. There's tools I would love to build later on down the road. I've already built a jQuery builder and Fluid tool, but I would love to build like a GSAP visualizer or something like that. Some different tools for no-code designers to be able to create really cool things without having to know how to write the code. There's all these ideas that have floating around my head that I'd love to to do, and it's just a matter of time to get to them. You got me excited. I'm 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 ready to see those. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Are there what about some other resources that you think more should people should know about um, in the Webflow community? I like to follow a lot of stuff not just inside the Webflow community. So there's a guy on YouTube named Kevin who does CSS tutorials. Kind of like every week. Yeah, yeah. Become watching those, and um, I learn a lot yeah. about CSS just from that. Kevin Powell's uh, CSS, his courses and YouTube videos are definitely they're good for those who are just getting introduced to CSS to understand uh, the concepts and the basics, but also for those of us who've been doing it for a little while to really understand new things that are coming out or maybe more advanced techniques that we want to try and learn how to implement inside Webflow. So right. What about someone within the Webflow community? Who who's someone that you who inspires you or you kind of look up to? Early on and all the way through, I've always looked at Joseph Berry's work and just fell in love with it. And I think part of the reason for that is because he functions in that dual ro- role of designer and developer. So his work is technically beautiful and um, functions beautifully and things like that. So um, I've always looked up to to his design aesthetic and the way he builds sites. What would you say to someone out there who wants to be a Webflow developer like yourself with a design focus? Mm. What What's some advice that you would give to them? Learn the foundations of how HTML and CSS work early on. It's very tempting to just start slapping things together in Webflow without learning the basics first. And that's what I did. And it cost me months, if not a year or more of doing things incorrectly, having to go back, relearn. So I'd say the more you can get on sites like W3 schools, you can follow people like Kevin Powell and learn the foundations of units, learn the foundations of how to set up strong layouts. Those things will save you so much time when building in Webflow. Absolutely. That's that's good advice. Get the f- foundational knowledge. It'll help you build, build better and faster. Well, Timothy, if anybody who's listening today would like to reach out and connect with you, how might they do that? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Timothy1643, and I'd love to connect there. This was an Overflow episode with Timothy Ricks, produced by the Webflow Community Team with music by Joseph McDade. To learn more about the Webflow community, please visit webflow.com community. 
I've been your host, Matthew Munger. Thanks for listening.